this is Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. And wherever you are, I hope that this episode finds you as well as can be. You know, I've noticed that ever since working on and publishing my book, I've recorded less episodes on this podcast. And it was almost as if I had poured everything out onto the pages and I just needed time to be quieter. Well, or at least as far as sharing outwardly in my writing or in these episodes. Because, you know, certainly the evolution of my thoughts and practices has really been anything but quiet. And, you know, I've been teaching and counseling, but really those situations with teaching, counseling, they're so much more alchemical. They're, they're immediate as I'm in direct relationship to other people. But I realize, you know, when I write or when I record these episodes, it really is a solitary practice. And I think I needed to just pull away from that a bit. But right now, I really do. I feel super excited to be back. And my intention is to show up a little bit more regularly and to share and connect. And I'm also sitting with and looking for different approaches for how to do that with this podcast, which, you know, it might mean certain episodes are more conversational or perhaps reflections as opposed to deeper dives or exercises. So we'll see what unfolds. And for me, that that just feels really good. So if you don't know me, it might be helpful to understand that that my work uh, or like my compass, my direction in life is is really towards helping support each of us and having more resources or, or access to our own personal growth to gain insight into, you know, what makes us tick or what's under the surface about our experiences, you know, of our challenges and our joys and to figure out what to do with these insights. Like, like how do we use them to have more nourishment and less depletion in our lives? Being human is complex. That is no doubt. And at the same time, no matter your personal circumstances, where you come from, where you're going, there are always other choices and resources that you have within you, that I have within me, and that you can personally grow. You know, sometimes you're doing that on your own, and sometimes it takes it takes a little help or maybe a glimpse of something that sparks your awareness, your kindness, your curiosity in some new way. And to me, this is how a life unfolds. This is the practice of the self that we do every day, you know, and, and sometimes it's a rough road. And then there are some times that we're having a lot of sweetness on the ride. And, you know, and ultimately, whatever part of the spectrum you're on, it's, it's not really about avoiding more of one of these than the other. Like, let's avoid the rough road and only go for sweetness. It really is about understanding how we relate to it all and, and the choices we can make. And that's the beauty of developing our skills of awareness, kindness, and curiosity. These are lifelong allies to guide us. You know, in so much of what I share, you're going to hear me speak to these skills because of how essential I think they are. So, yeah, one place we can begin to develop our skills and our practice of the self is something that I'm calling radical embodiment. So what I'll share here is just a gentle invitation into waking up our awareness to be 
curious about our perceptions and choices. It's not a deep dive here, just a taste for hopefully just stirring some ideas within you or inspiring reflection. Okay, so radical embodiment. What do you think of when you hear this? Radical embodiment. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I would say this is not a mundane word combo at all. So yeah, radical embodiment. I would say radical embodiment is about challenging your own perceptions and perspectives. It's about questioning the layers of who you think you are and, and what you think you know, and also at the same time honoring who you are and what you believe. So yeah, this, this might sound contradictory, right? To question, but also honor. But in some ways, that's totally what life is about. Life is filled with these contradictions. And it's learning how to move between them that's potent and that's a skill. So it teaches us to see the many sides and perspectives that always exist anywhere in life. Radical embodiment asks us to be strong and flexible as we do the deep dive into how our experiences or our genetics, society, culture, language, and so much more, how they've shaped who we are what we believe, and formed our perceptions. It really guides us towards being curious about our own identity and to even question concepts like identity itself. So it asks us to question how our language itself can potentially even divide us in ways that makes each of us an other as opposed to finding the bridges that can connect us. And this is true of other people and it's also true about all the different parts of ourselves that coexist within us. How do we create bridges between the different parts of ourselves? Come into relationship, deeper relationship with the different parts of ourselves and with other people. So radical embodiment asks us to dig into the very roots of how we perceive ourselves and others. So this involves the external and actual like physical markers all around us. But equally, it includes the internal visuals and the landscape we've created over a lifetime. How do we meet ourselves? How do we meet others? How do our perceptions limit or support these meetings? Can you let go of what you think you know in order to experience something new? And then can you trust yourself to choose what to do with that experience? Trust yourself to feel into old information and new information and discern for yourself. So radical embodiment is, is not asking you to let go of who you are, but rather just let it grow, let you grow, evolve, and expand. You know, and all along the way, you're guiding this with your ability to choose or change perspectives. And while we're speaking about choice, this term, you know, radical embodiment, it's, it's not even attached to being called radical or embodiment or really any other words. Because the potency of the practice of all this, it just exists. It exists by your choice, you know, no matter what you want to call it or what you do call it. So here, you know, I chose the word radical because I feel like it lets you know this is a different approach to the status quo. So now the actual definition of radical you know, it indicates something very different from anything that has come before it. And yet, interestingly, 
The noun radical actually comes from the Latin word radix or root. So the root of something speaks to its essence or its nature of where it comes from. And so while the word radical can be loaded with so many, you know, energies or misconceptions, you know, or, or people sometimes just want to avoid it or steer clear of anything radical, the origin of the word itself, you know, it asks us to look below and see what's underlying. Look at the roots. So for me, this is inherently like just something that's asking us to see differently, to look differently, to find new perspective. And that's really why I enjoy this word. It like wakes me up. And then with the word embodiment, I feel like it represents a multi-layered and, and an active engagement of the person. You know, it speaks to the complexity of what makes us, us, each of us. We're not just a body or a mind or emotions or our history. We are an embodiment or a, a matrix of all these and so much more. So embodiment for me speaks to the many layers of who we are. And, and it just gives us a heads up, you know, the practice of the self, like what we're doing, that this is going to be a rich journey. So this is why I chose these two words together to present this invitation, radical embodiment. But it doesn't mean these words will support everyone receiving the invitation through them because, you know, words are incredibly relational. So anyone you know, might find that these words really work for them, or simultaneously others might find that perhaps these words in particular create obstacles for them. And so all this to say that find the words that invite you in, that invite you in to do this work, this practice. Find the words that bridge you into your own empowerment and claiming of this. So for me, words are only as useful as their ability to open doors, and build bridges. You know, I, I believe that each of us can embody choice as we explore multiple ways of perceiving, you know, within ourselves. And that by living forward into this, we support one another by example. And, you know, when I say by example, what I mean is we model this way of being and how we live, what we do, what we believe, how we speak and our interactions with others. And what each of us chooses to do, it ripples out and it touches others, all of it. And so when we choose to grow within ourselves and we practice expanding our perceptions, growing our awareness, our kindness, and our curiosity, it supports others doing the same in their own lives. New possibility, it emerges within us as individuals, and then this ripples out into our communities and beyond. And... It's that potent. And, and it helps to remember this in our day-to-day -day lives. What we think or feel, what we do, it matters in so many ways. Yeah. So, all right, I'll, I'll leave that there and let you chew on that. So sit with, right now even, what perceptions are you noticing from listening? What words stood out to you? What words were a bridge into your own reflections on your own perceptions and how you choose to have awareness or the ways that your mind reflects on things or what words might have created obstacles. What words would you change into other words that can actually be an invitation for you into the practice of the self, diving in 
taking a look underneath to see the roots, the essence underneath. All right. It's been really, it's always a pleasure to share and it's been a pleasure to be with you right now. Uh, I also wanted to let you know that I've created a new website and it would be great if you wanted to visit. So it's the same name. It was just a freshening up in the look and the layout, some new content. And so that's still soundbodywisdom.com. And if you want to support this podcast and me, my work, uh, you can go to my website and learn more about my book. You can purchase the book through me off the website or through Amazon. You can also reach out with questions or you can book a one-on-one session, a mentoring session with me, um, or just be in touch. It's always great to hear from you. So until next time, this is Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. Thanks for being here.